Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where the entire script will be painstakingly iced onto a Millie's cookie as a last-minute gesture of love this Valentine's Day. John and I are recording on Valentine's Day. That's why it's a day late. We always have a big romantic Valentine's Day together where we record an incredibly <laughs> sexy edition of the podcast. I'm Joel, a man who puts the massacre into Valentine's Day. And across from me is John Harris, a man whose idea of a romantic evening with his partner is spending upwards of five hours pointing out continuity mistakes in the latest Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. Hello, John. Hello, Joel. I just think, you know, Kevin Feige should be keeping abreast of these things. I... Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think the continuity department is that kind of suffering the big tech cuts that we're seeing across the industry. I hope so. Well, I mean, it, in it the, could be fun. In the sort of war between DC and Marvel, one of the big things was there was a sense of consistency in the Marvel movies, whereas DC's just been a total mess. But it does seem like we could be at the turning point for those two things. So we intriguing. could be. We could be. I, I, I think I was more thinking of your classic movie blunders. There's a Starbucks coffee cup. At the Knights of King Arthur's table, that kind of vibe, which you don't hear, I don't, you don't hear those as much these days, which makes me sad. I would, I, I wonder if it's they can take it all out in post. There's a, um, there's a really good one in that, what the the podcast worst, the worst idea of all time, where they rewatch a film every single week for a year, mm-hmm. so and they pick a bad one. So the first one was Grown Ups, and the second one was Sex in the City Two, and there is a sequence in a cafe where if you focus on a man in the background, he gets. <laughs> given a coffee, drinks it immediately and leaves within, within about five seconds because of the way it's cut. <laughs> it's incredible. Well, he might be in a rush. He might be having an espresso. I think that's, I don't know if that is a continuity error. <laughs> I want to know more about that guy's life. Yeah, I want to hit. does he do everything that quickly or with that much sort of brutal efficiency? I hope so. He must get so much done. Anyway, John, we're not here to talk about other people's brilliant podcasts. We're here to talk about our brilliant podcast. Ah, how romantic. Um, we have listener ideas from the listeners would you like one from me yeah well it's from george but from i'm gonna say it george isn't here i'm not gonna bring him into the zoom right now that's not a bad idea hey that's actually quite for the the hundred pound a month patrons (laughs) 
you get to join Zoom for 10 seconds. John and I won't look at you or really acknowledge you, but you can just say the film idea and then we'll immediately boot you out. Only 100, that's 100 quid. That's pretty... <laughs> we're, ca- we're cameras off. Uh... Yeah, uh, we're cameras off. Um, yeah, total... I Would I be camera off or would I be sort of clearly doing something else like the washing up or something? <laughs> I don't know which is more insulting. Um, but I could, we can have we can have variations because we've got we've how many is it we've got now is it a thousand one hundred pound a month patrons? <laughs> Imagine, and we keep the thing about it is John is we keep promising them something good. We keep keeping them there, but we've never delivered them. We haven't even delivered them an extra minute of content, and we're we're just the lies are getting more and more and more outrageous. The things we're promising, I let you in a little secret. John is trying to organise a blimp ride for these guys at the moment, and it's proving a nightmare. <laughs> Um, but no, this one's coming from George. Only fans and horses. Yeah, it's sexy Del Boy, right? If Del Boy, if if fools and horses were still on the TV today, I imagine you could imagine him getting involved in a get quick rich. There's some of those words in that order. Get rich quick scheme. Yes, that involved tricking Rodney into some sort of OnlyFans content. So a conversation that happens a lot, and I bet you uh, you've uh, you've either p- been around a conversation like this is the idea of the foot stuff, right? Because to a normal person, no, showing photos of your own feet seems relatively I don't innocuous. Know what that is. <laughs> that people make apparent allegedly people make a lot of money from setting up OnlyFans style pages dedicated to their feet. I, John, I can't give away pictures of my feet. Oh, you got manky feet? No, they're not, no, no, no. <laughs> No, I've got, I think I've got pretty good feet. I'm a broadly hairy man, but the hair doesn't continue. I've not got like hobbit feet. You'd expect hobbit feet from me, but there's no, no I've got a few hairs on my toes, but it's nothing outrageous. Oh, um, I mean, there's a couple couple token hairs, but you yeah. know. But I don't think anyone, doesn't it always stop at the ankle for Ugh. people? I don't know. I don't know. Because I haven't got hairy hands either. And I know people who have hairy hands, uh, not to mention friend of the podcast, Scroobius Pip, who has hairy hands. I... I I don't want this to become some sort of personal Q&A session with Pip, but do you have hairy feet? Please let us know. I can't believe you've embarked on a six-year podcast in a bid to get a picture of Scrooge's Pip's feet. <laughs> right. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Your motivations for everything have just suddenly become clear. I, it's taken us so long to reach this point where you've somehow managed to request feet pics from Scrooge's Pip. Oh. I, it's... Uh, it's a shame, John, actually. How much do you think photos of his feet would be worth? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Because you get foot page, foot fetish pages, right? I'm acting yeah. like I I'm acting like I'm not. You, you do know, seem to homepage. know quite a lot about this world. Uh, I remember a podcaster, we asked her to record a thing where she was where the, it was a prize for a competition that you could go and record a podcast with her. And she re- recorded this mad rambly thing. It was brilliant, really funny. Mm-hmm. And she was like yeah, you can hang out with me. I'm famous. Well, I'm not really famous, but I do have an Only Feet page or whatever it's called. Right. So Is that where she pe- was. Pe- pe- the internet review your feet. No, I think it's where perverts put photos of your feet. Yeah. 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 Maybe, and they probably do review them. And that that was how she sort of quantified her level of fame was her existence on this website of perverts looking at her feet. Which can you create your own Only Feet account? I don't know, do and I don't think it's called Only podcast- Feet, but. Has this podcast reached the level of fame where I could stick a picture of my feet on and say, these are Joel from the Dream Factory podcast feet? Well, you, I think them. probably you can. It's like Wikipedia. You could probably submit it, but like other people are like, okay. The mods are going to take it straight down. That is a shame. Anyway, to get us back to the idea, Del Boy is selling pictures of his trotters. So I thought, because only fans and horses, and obviously there's, there's uh, sort of 
I really am going down a strange route of sort of uh, not not you to kink shame. Weird mood today. Go, going down some sort of fetishism vibes, but you know, surely there's there's sort of OnlyFans pages for sort of like horse riding sort of lady types. I'm sure there's people fancy that. Maybe True. like American cowboy sort of lady. That's probably oh yeah, like Jesse from Toy Story, but a sexy lady. Now there is, I think there is some. I googled. I just googled the words "only fools and horses" sexy fan fiction. It doesn't seem to be anything. That's a surprise because apparently <laughs> the rule on the internet is there's sexy, there's uh, adult content based on everything. So the fact that there isn't based on Only Fools and Horses surprises me. Listener, let us know if your feet are hairy and can s- contribute next week to the Dream Factory with some Only Fools and Horses sexy fan fiction, please. There's, there is quite a bit of, no, I, there, there seems to be 10 pieces of Only, fans, only Fools and Horses fan fiction on the internet. Um, I'll read out one tagline for you. Uh, zoo days, based on a dream I had, Roddy and Delboy go to the zoo. <laughs> once when they were younger and once when they were older. Ah. Oh, that's, that's nice. Sweet. I'll be reading that. Um, have they done podcast finishes. Have they done like a a remake of Only Fools and Horses but they're younger? They have, haven't they? With like James Buckley was Delboy, right? I think that that rings oh. a weird bell in my brain, right? That mu- that makes I sense. haven't just made that up, have I? Do you want to hear the first and last line of Zoo Days? Yes, please. Delboy walked into the flat to find his granddad watching the TV and his kid brother asleep on the sofa. Granddad, why didn't you send him to bed? Asked Del, annoyed. The social worker told them to make sure Rodney was in bed at a responsible hour and they were keeping a close eye on him at the moment. That's how it begins. Final line. Are you mad, Rodney? Yawned Del. We can't buy lions and we are not mad enough to break into a zoo. Now go back to bed, you plonker. (laughs) Hey, I don't mind it. I, I don't mind the, it. The first line I was thinking, maybe they'd gone down a sort of gritty drama route. This doesn't feel particularly only fools and horses, but by the end, no. Fool. By the end, he's buying a lion. Right, John, one from you, please. What about this one from Daniel? Paranormal Activia. Oh, that's good. A ghost Spooky in your yakult. The yakult. That's a pun in the Mighty Boosh, but we can have it. It is a pun in the Mighty Boosh. Yeah, there is an, an occultist yakult movement going on. Now, do you think hmm, Paranormal Activia... Is it like found footage of the kitchen, the fridge door opens, and the actual bottles of activity have come out come out at, at night and do crazy things? Or mm. is it like the supply of activity is poisoned? I think that's what it is. You get possessed in the belly by Yakult. And th- here's the problem, John. So in the TV show The Last of Us... I've heard of it. There is a essentially a zombie pandemic spread through food stuff. Is that a spoiler? Yeah. I mean, not no. Uh, yeah, it, would, it would spoil the food, but it's not. <laughs> no. a, it's not a plot spoiler. Okay, so it's a fungal-based, a fungal-based zombie pandemic. It's a fungal-based zombie pandemic spread through a food stuff. Now, here's the problem, John. If it was traveling exclusively through Activia, it's going to target the fittest, strongest people in society, the Activia drinkers, mm. eaters. You- Activia is a yogurt or a drink. It's like a little yogurt. It's a drink. It's, it's sort of in the middle. So, Activia drinkers, in my experience, are exclusively marathon runners fitness freaks joe wicks four times a day kind of people now if they get overtaken by a zombie epidemic john we'd none of us stand a chance oh no you're right so it is active i think there are drinks and yogurts it's a, it's a, it's a it's a umbrella i don't brand, think that matters yeah, anyway. too much i'll be honest i don't no, think no, 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 i don't think i think you need to get off the activity sorry, home sorry. page right so here's my thought i so danone activia has one of sort of up there with Pantem Pro V with one of the best sort of like clearly nonsense 
things, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. bifidus activus regularis uh, for your belly. So it's it's supposed to like help you with digestion. That's the bifidus activus regularis. It's brilliant. But but also a thing that helps with your stomach is, and it's, it's a horrible sounding thing, but there's this thing at the minute called like poo transplants where you get bacteria from someone else, right, via their fecal matter. So maybe... Danone is making these drinks that are really good for your, your digestion, but they're using the fecal matter of dead people. Whoa. And so you're getting really haunted. Good. And so you're, but you've got a haunted bum. <laughs> Ultimately. I've haunted, had some meals that have, have given haunted, me a haunted, haunted bum before. Co- you have a haunted colon and a haunted bum. That makes sense. There's ghostly That's noises good. coming out of your bum at night. After a, after a really sort of you know questionable meal you can sort of say to your partner oh i've got a haunted bum <laughs> stand clear steer clear steer clear the toilet's haunted yeah I, i'm into it so the uh dead people come back to life in the guts of the healthy yeah and so you some watch, sort of control over them i don't know yeah i think you're watching it's sort of like sleepwalking you sleepwalk as the possessed person right so you're watching that mm. but bum uh, first is that what we're saying <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. So it's like the famous thing in The Exorcist where the girl's like walking on a... Bum first. <laughs> but, but there's a comic twinge to it because it's bums out, bum first the whole time. And their bum spins round like the head in The Exorcist, but your bum just... Your, your, bum, your bum just spins round perfectly. It I don't want to know like, what happens you know when what it, you vomit. You know what it would look like? When she vomits you know in The Exorcist, I don't want to see that. Do you know what it would look like? If your bum was spinning round, it would look like when a train has to change the direction it's going. <laughs> Does that make sense? You know, a train drives onto yeah, yeah. one of those circular platforms that spins round. Well, that's what like I think it would look like. If your bum like could two spin rotating independently. Hills. Yeah, it's kind of like two rotating hills. <laughs> I think it's nice. like Sort of like a clock face with only one hand. <laughs> there we go. Haunted bums. How about this one from Joanna? One for Joel, which always very pleased to see those words. Sister Act 2. Back to the Future. It's a time-travelling Whoopi Goldberg. It's two of your favourite films in one. I stayed at... I went to Prague at the weekend, John, and I stayed in a sort of... a hotel that I, I reckon was really fancy once upon a time. Mm. And the way I could tell is that in the hotel bar, they had pictures of all of their famous faces that have been there. None of them have been there after the year 2002. <laughs> but Spielberg, Tarantino... Oh, wow. Big, big names, including Whoopi Goldberg. Ah. Very pleased to see that. And just nice to imagine, probably not because she was probably in one of the suites and I was in a, you know, just a normal room. But nice to imagine maybe that Whoopi and I shared a a lift. Or a lift or a breakfast table. Yeah, lovely. Maybe she stumbled to the Lidl, you know, went incredibly hungover one morning. Whoopi and I walked the same streets. That's for sure. So that was very exciting. That is very sweet. So what I'm saying uh, is, I looking at the portrait of Whoopi Goldberg, I did wish that I could time travel back to 1994 when she was staying at that hotel in Prague. Hello, That'd be here pretty we go. cool, wouldn't it? So maybe, oh, yeah, I'd go for that. Maybe every portrait in that hotel bar was a portal to the past. And I just didn't touch any of them because I was too scared. Oh, that's cute. Right, what about this one? Well, I've got a bunch here from Josh. And again, on the subject of for Joel, you'll be very pleased to hear that this one was for my eyes only, but you'll ex- you'll understand why in a second. Right, so I've got one, two, three, four movie ideas from Josh. And the final line of his email is, I'll do better in the future. Yours apologetically. Joel's. 
brackets holes. A podcaster named Joel is wrong, wrongfully sent to a brutal camp where the camp warden <laughs> and her staff force children in their care to mysteriously dig all day long in the desert. Their rehabilitation is questioned as they think something sinister is involved. That's good. Joel. I like it. Brackets goal. Joel Harris, which, uh, so is this a hybrid character of us? Or does, wow. I, don't think, I was thinking about this the other day because you go, I'm Joel and I'm joined mm-hmm. by John Harris. So I don't think, People think we're you're brothers. like Madonna. I don't want anyone to know my surname on the internet. That's been established. Um, I don't want anyone Googling me because of a series of crimes that I'm on the run from. So I'm, so, I'm just like Madonna. I'm Prince. I'm Joel. <laughs> Joel, brackets goal. Joel Harris, a UK-based podcaster, gets a chance to follow his dream of playing professional soccer. A talent scout with contacts in the United Kingdom spots him and offers him a once-in-a-lifetime chance. If he can find a way to England, he can try out for the Newcastle United team. John Harris, a star player, <laughs> takes young Santiago under his wing and helps him to prove himself to his disbelieving father now has Josh forgotten to take out the he's name of Santiago change, yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't control left Santiago that effectively <laughs> there unless that's a side plot like I'm I'm a new signing at Newcastle United I'm getting along just fine and there is also the captain John Harris <laughs> who's helping out with another guy called Santiago oh join. it's in the goal universe yeah I was always in the background. If you go back and rewatch the the original goal film, you'll see that there is also another signing who's just sort of getting on okay. <laughs> Joel's brackets trolls. After the bad guys invade his village, Joel Harris, the happiest podcaster who was ever born, and the overly cautious curmudgeon John set off on a journey to rescue his friends. Their mission is full of adventure and mishaps as this mismatched duo tried to tolerate each other long enough to get the job done. It's very good. And finally, Joel. Brackets, soul. This movie centers on Joel, a podcaster who feels unfulfilled because his ambition is to be a full-time jazz musician. On the day he lands his his biggest gig of his career, Joel nearly dies, but then gets a chance to return to his body if he can figure out the purpose of his life. So I think you need to realize that podcasting is your jazz. Oh, oh, it is my jazz. That's so sweet. (laughs) So I'll I'll have an out out of body experience where I realise podcasting is my jazz. I don't really know how that's like. Who's it? Would it have to be iconic figures of podcasting? It's almost like a Christmas past, present, and future. Scenario. Maybe you instead of embodying a cat, you embody a microphone that goes around and records some good podcasts. And people just spit into me for hours and hours. People <laughs> spit on me for hours and hours a day, and I realise that I really enjoy it. I'm pretty sure that's that's on Jolly fans, isn't it? <laughs> I dress, yeah. I uh, I dress up as a giant microphone, and people spit on me. That's my fetish. They tap me on the head. They say one two one two, and then they spit into me for hours on end. I love it. I love it. Oh dear. Ah, that was good stuff. Um, yeah. Please do get all of your John-based ideas in, Josh, for the next one. You know, I imagine is it a little bit harder. John. Well, we've had John in 60 seconds and we've had Carrie John camping, so... We have. So there's plenty, There's options. Yes. John Golden Pond. We have to put John down because he's too old. Oh. Uh, well, look, that's just, that's the, just movie, the plot John, of a movie. It's not, it, I'm not saying that's real life. It's art. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Right, John. Here's an idea from me. A star of Joel's Joel, Joel, and Joel's. <laughs> um, meet Jack Black. Death arrives on Earth in human form, going by the name Jack Black. He's here to escort the soul of a record label mogul. However, his journey ends with him falling in love with rock music and refusing to return to hell. I know it's, it's hard when you've put Jack Black at the centre of it because I'm going to say I would watch it anyway. But I also think the plot's great. It's pretty good, hey? I feel like it could, like, the, you know, Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny wasn't as, as sort of well received as we hoped but I feel like that could be a Tenacious D movie of sorts it's got hell it's got love of rock it's got That's everything what I was thinking he's the Grim Reaper have you ever played the Jack Black video game it's very good no there's a Jack Black video game where he's like he's driving through like hell and stuff and you fight and there's like Le- uh, Lemmy yeah from Motorhead what he's like is the devil I think that sounds great yeah. It's really fun. It, I think it was like Xbox 360 era, so I'm not sure. You could probably get it on Game Pass if you have an Xbox, but yeah, no, it's really good. Oh, I've seen this game. Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Yeah. Oh, have fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. That's my my idea is the video game Brutal Legend from October 2009. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one from me? Logan Paul. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost go on a US road trip where they are unwillingly joined by a YouTuber who documents everything and is generally annoying. That's good. That's good. I do, I, do you know what was quite exciting about that idea is I wasn't sure if it was going to be Logan, as in the gritty Wolverine. Oh film, yeah! And it was like Logan Paul playing, like doing an incredibly gritty st- retelling of a YouTuber story. So that was exciting, John. Because I honestly, until the reveal, had no idea where it was going to go. Paul, so I was doing good. Paul, you, but you yes, Paul. you could do Logan Paul, and it's Wolverine and an alien and the YouTuber together. You could. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. It's great. All right then, John. Some good Not ideas. Not so this fast. Week. Not so fast, Joe. We've got one. No need for a winner this week because we've got <laughs> Muscles Tom has returned. Yes. Oh gosh. Oh, right. Do you want to explain who this guy is? Not can really. It, can it be done? <laughs> Interestingly. Muscles Tom has come in with a new email address. I'm obviously not going to share the email address, mm. but could it be a pretender to the crown? Is it really you? Blink twice if it's really you, Muscles Tom. <laughs> a new email address. Is it? Well, that. In his defence, he was using his work email for quite a right. long time. I do. It's I wonder, about time. Has he been sacked because he spends <laughs> all day <laughs> writing and like thousands words worth of ideas for a podcast? Has he finally moved it over to his personal email, or yeah, has he found a, a new job? What's the what's the latest email address? Is it? I'm going to tell you that. No, but no, but is it not associated? Is it not associated to a company or anything? Right? Is it just a classic? Oh no! It's the 
It's well, right. This makes it weirder. It's the name of the company still. It's just a different address. I'm. Mm, hmm. What do you mean? Term, Is it like I think, CEO at company dot com? <laughs> it's the name of the company at outlook dot com, and I don't know what it was before. Whether it was at gmail dot com or at that company name.com this who is, knows this runs pretty deep this thing anyway so for listeners who haven't uh, been exposed to muscles tom before a uh, long time and dedicated listener to the podcast he works on a mussels farm in wales again we have to clarify not a gym as in he farms <laughs> the seafood uh, the shellfish mussels although you know he's only that by name because as we said he spends all of his time writing us <laughs> very long convoluted film his, ideas so his, this, this his is, fingers this is are very muscly effort. They're incredibly muscly. So uh, this is his latest. John, I'm very excited. All right, I'll start with the email. Hi, guys. It's good to be back. Sorry I've been away for so long, but you know what it's like when you're a fisherman. I mm-hmm. used to get notifications every week to remind me to listen to the show. I said, I don't need reminding. It's my favorite show of all time. So I switched notifications off. Anyway, after nearly eight <laughs> months of forgetting to tune in, I was only reminded about the show again when I saw the face of John Harris appear in my porridge. <laughs> I know there are many questions that you need answering. Are my scripts as good as before? Should they all be made into full motion pictures for Hollywood? And have I ever tried to touch my toes with my tongue? The answer, of course, to all of those questions is yes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I present two, yes, that's right, two scripts of extremely high quality. Oh, my word. So you've got a choice. You, Joe, you have a choice. of where, oh We're, we're obviously going to read it all, but yeah. you have a choice of where we start. So are we, we've got, oh, so are we not doing one... Are we not spreading these out across the weeks? Oh, oh absolutely. Okay, they good, are good, good, enormous. Okay, good, 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 good. I think maybe we split. I think we're going to have... This is going to take us a month because I think we're going to have to do half a film <laughs> a week and there's two. So the first... Uh, so you've got The Shark That Won't Go Away or <laughs> Titanic 3. <laughs> it's The Shark That Won't Go Away, Titanic 2. Um, uh, I'm going to... They're, they're both so funny. I'm going to go for Titanic 3. Okie doke. Here we go. I'm just opening the document. <laughs> they're, they're doc- he sends documents. These are. Yeah. This is legit. Titanic 3, A Voyage of a Lifetime, written by Muscles Tom. He's actually given his real full name, but that's not, that's not what you are to us, Tom. No. A special report is being broadcast on the telly. Breaking news. The Titanic 3 is ready to set sail today. It marks a glorious moment in engineering scientists and builders from around the world club together to construct what is the most remarkable ship on the face of Earth, dubbed the Undestructible Ship. (laughs) As you may know, the tragedy of the previous two ships has not boded well with passengers. (laughs) But Captain Tiberius, the new captain (laughs) of the ship, has assured us that this time it will be better. It's three times a charm, he joked with us earlier. Laughs and adventures are plenty, I promise, so book your tickets now and don't miss out on what will surely be the voyage of a lifetime. Sarah Lewis, CNN News, New York. Hundreds oh, of people- uh, wow, what an interesting reveal that was. <laughs> Hundreds of people are seen gathering at the dock as they look up in amazement at the size of the ship. Holy cow, would you look at that? One man says. Family members and friends are hugging and kissing as they prepare to board. High up on the bow of the ship is a captain and his fellow officers chatting in the wheelhouse and preparing to set sail. Stop worrying, the captain smiles to one of his nervous-looking crewmates. Everything will be fine. But what about icebergs, sir? The nervous man questions. I told you, this ship can handle anything, even a silly little iceberg. (laughs) Everyone smiles as the captain grabs the speaker and calls out, All aboard! Prepare to set sail. The magnificent ship leaves the dock as people are cheering. Fireworks are set off and trumpets are played as the boat sets off into the vast ocean. That evening, everyone is settled and having the time of their lives. 
People are singing and dancing and being merry. Meanwhile, back at the wheelhouse, the cruise is going great until... Sir, look! The first officer shouts. It's a massive iceberg straight ahead! The captain looks up and sees a huge iceberg approaching the bow of the ship. What should we do? The first officer panics. The captain gets a cheeky smile across his face. Full steam ahead! (laughs) Sir? You having hearing problems, mister? No, sir. You heard the captain, the officer yells. Full steam ahead! All hands brace for impact. All the officers in the wheelhouse grab onto something and prepare for the inevitable. A stream of sweat rolls down one of the officers' face like treacle sliding over a pancake. The bow of the boat crashes into the iceberg, but instead of the ship being torn apart, the ship smashes straight through the ice, smashing it up as it steams through. Blocks of snow and ice crash down the sides of the boat and a huge mountain of ice is completely destroyed. The ship is fully intact. Yoo-hoo! Everyone chaps and clears. Two officers are seen smiling and shaking hands with each other. We did it! Just then, a crewmate comes running into the wheelhouse. Captain, he cries. What in blazes is it? Replies the captain. It's the ship. It's sinking. Should we leave it there? <laughs> Let's, Let's leave, leave it. it That's there. great. That is great. Oh, we are, we wow, are on page I'm excited. T- we are on page two of seven there, so we might have to eke it out across three weeks. Wow. Well, Muscles Tom... You've been away for eight months, but you've come back with about eight months worth of content for us. So we're very grateful. I'm into it. I'm excited. Titanic 3, you know, by the third ship, you, you've got to wonder who the passengers are at this point. I was maybe have stayed away from that as a naming convention for my ship. I don't think I'd have called it Titanic. Um, it's so it's so bold that you'd just be like, well, it's not nothing's going to go wrong. That's it's a good so point. mad. It's a double Two of them are gone. Idea. Yeah. Anyway, there's no way it could happen a third time. Anyway. Tom, Tom, you're the winner this week, of course. Right, John, we've got to go because I've got to hop in my time machine and go and hang out with 1994's Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> well done, John. Well done, Joel. How you doing? How you? I'm pretty good, thank you. How are you? I can't complain. Not too much. Not not too much to complain about. Apologies Good. for the day late episode. Um, we just thought we're too romantic to be releasing on Valentine's Day. It would ruin everyone's exactly. day. Exactly. Who would be listening to Dream Factory on Valentine's Day? No it one. would spoil your romance with your partner because you'd be all loved out. You're so right. There would be not. There's not. There actually, contrary to popular belief, there isn't actually enough love to go around. It isn't all around. <laughs> it is a finite resource, and we were worried you'd spend it all. You'd exert it all on us on Valentine's Day. So you're having it on February you- the fifteenth. Are you consuming anything of interest? Um, I haven't really consumed much in the way of media, John, because I went to the city of Prague at the weekend where I drank lots of beer and, and I, I, did, there were, I did other things, but that, that was my like, standout memory of the time is having lots of beer and having a nice time. I was, such co- good beer I was maybe so the coldest cheap. I've ever been as well. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not a, a temperature warm city. It's not a temperature warm city. Hospitality warm, sure. Exactly, 100%. The, that's what the goulash, that's warm. The temperature is cold. But I had a lovely time. And the highlight of the weekend, you know, did a big walking tour, took in some cultural sites, went to see Slavia Prague play some football. The highlight of the weekend was in the corner of a pub, a very drunk woman told me that I look like Ben Affleck, which I've thought about, uh, I don't want to exaggerate, I've thought about every two minutes since it happened three days ago. Yeah, um, and I'll I'll carry it to my grave. I'm pretty pretty pleased with that. So did you propose or not? Well, no, because I'm obviously now holding out for Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Good point. Apologies. I'm going to slip right in and take over Ben Affleck's life without him noticing. So 
Maybe next week he'll be hosting this. You just need to sort of look a bit sad and eat Dunkin' Donuts. The the Dunkin' Donuts thing, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that on board. But yeah, but you'll be there with s- a Dunkin' Donut and Jennifer Lopez being like, how can I look sad? How can I be sad? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't frowned in six weeks. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was good for me. How about you, John? What have you been consuming? Oh, uh, one thing. So if you listen to the episode of Distraction Pieces podcast we did last uh, the end of last year Joel shouted out Severance as one of the best shows of the year and me and my partner sort of did it over the course of a week very good as Joel promised looking forward to the second series would recommend I just started a podcast called The Evaporated by Campside Media it's about Ooh. it's about um, the sort of there's a big thing in Japan where men just disappear and there are companies that exist to sort of effectively disappear you like you sort of Whoa. your life sort of gets out of hand and you just think it's easier if I just go and so, yeah, so it's a really big thing in Japan that people would just disappear. So it's about that sort of issue. So really that interesting. amazing. And then the last thing is um, me and Joel, uh, we're big Nintendo boys. Uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the other week, Nintendo did a direct, which is their presentation of what's coming out in the, the months coming up. And there were two sort of exciting shadow drops that they did on the night. And one was Metroid Prime, which I'm holding out for the physical edition of. Nice, um, nice. But the other thing was uh, they put Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on there and that very much made me feel like I was like, 10 years old again. So, Have you done but, it? Have you gone in? Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm, I've played quite a lot of The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, which is the Game Boy Advance one, which I'd never played before and it's loads of fun. It's really good. Yes, that is really good. I remember playing that. I need to jump in on some of those Game Boy Advance games. Those Nintendo Directs, man, they're so funny. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to the, the order in which they announce video games. They're like 45 minutes long. You spend 10 minutes at one point watching a thing called Ghost Detective. You spe- <laughs> I spend so much of the show thinking, how many copies of these games do some of these companies need to sell before they break even? And that will never happen. Surely that will n- it, it never will happen. So, yeah, anyway. They, they really sort of backloaded the thing. So there was one half-decent announcement at the beginning if you're into Pikmin. And then there was about mm-hmm. 25 minutes of real sort of intense stuff that you'd have to be really into nerd, sort of nerdy stuff or like project fashion. And about, <laughs> uh, Joel was WhatsApping me through it. And I think about halfway through when they'd announced like the third mad game in a row that no one, like like Joel says, I can't imagine who's playing these games. Joel's like, I'm screaming. This, why are we awake? What is this? <laughs> so stupid. And then, but then you know there's something, there's going to be something good at the end. They're bastards. So yeah, so, yeah. exciting gonna play the shit out of that new zelda game oh yeah absolutely very excited I, I, I honestly think i might i might like fake a breakup with my partner just sort of mm-hmm. just get really just say ah i'm through with this relationship and then just take a week off to play zelda are you dressed as link when you do that <laughs> that'll be fun <laughs> yeah and i just storm out just taking yeah. one thing which is the switch nice i need we need some space I, you've googled like how long to beat the game and it's 80 hours i need <laughs> Four days. <laughs> so, yeah, that should be fun. Uh, nice. All right, mate. Well done. Thank you, listener, for sticking with us till this point. You've done very well. Um, send us your ideas, dreamfactorypodcast at gmail.com, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener 